hello this is your host kdc welcome to big kid pod 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 (laughs) i'm so excited that you guys are here and this week i'm you know keeping the trend going talking about deep things and i figure who else should you have soul conversations with than me as i sit in my closet and talk to you guys (laughs) Sorry, just getting a little bit cozy. I feel like we're going to be here a while. So I want to thank you for choosing the podcast, knowing how many there are out there. I really thank you for coming and spending time with me. As always, I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable with you guys. And it's fitting because that is the theme for May. It's vulnerability and love. And this has been something that I have been incorporating into my life for a while now and vulnerability honestly changed how I treated myself how I treated others how I lived my life and it honestly I feel like was the catalyst for so much of the change that I've encountered and created for myself and that's why I want to share it with you because I feel like it's so valuable and if it can do what it has for me then that's why I'm sitting here I just hope that I can help at least one other person that's all I want when I was younger I was always looking for love right? Like a lot of us, but I was looking for it in all the wrong types of places. I thought that I didn't deserve love for a really long time because I was living in a single parent household. So my child brain was that I wasn't enough, right? And even when we started taking in foster children, even though I loved them and I wanted to help them, I felt like I was not enough as a child at the same time, right? And again, it sent me looking for love in all the wrong types of places, in older dudes, in groups of friends that introduced me to more bad things. And that was my perception of love, that I had to work hard to get it, that abuse equaled love at the same time. And that is what I learned. But I knew that I wanted a different life. And I came across this quote that changed me. And it was, the habits that we learn to survive would no longer serve me when it was time to thrive. So I knew that I wanted a new life. So I knew that I needed new habits. And so I went into this wormhole of trying to really understand myself. So why I did the things I did, why I thought the way I thought. And that is a lot of hard work that I'm still trying to do today. But I found a lot of comfort in comedians stand up (laughs) because they were so vulnerable they would talk about all the shit that they were going through and how crappy they felt like life was or just sharing different perceptions of how they were going through life I was so so related to so even to this day that's why I love 
stand up. It's why I was so attracted to this or reading and listening technically I guess to autobiographies because I was so curious again why people made the choices that they did. I really wish this was the start of me trying to understand different personalities. This again is why I love music. I think of like the best love songs out in the world, right? And it's just so much vulnerability and people opening up their hearts and just spilling it out into the world. Like At Last by Etta James. Ugh, my heart, right? <laughs> Classic millennial love song by John Legend, All of Me. Again, ugh, just so... <laughs> much of my heart melts when you listen to these classic love songs right even the Beatles um all you need is love right what is your favorite love song I would love to know I want you to listen to that this week if you have Apple Music even if you just have iTunes and listen to music that way um there's a way that you can look up lyrics just through the app or just google love songs at the same time and yeah if you're married what was your wedding song right like you chose that for a reason because it draws up all these emotions and oh deep breath sorry started getting excited and was talking too fast okay going back into it sorry so not only did music show me a new level of vulnerability then came again the internet and youtube and then the world created youtubers if you have kids i have a full episode coming up of why your kids are obsessed with youtubers but to lay it out flatly right now it's because they show vulnerability right like they YouTubers are talking about anxiety, they're talking about their breakups, they're doing house tours. Like you feel so connected to these people online that you don't need anybody else, right? And really watching these YouTubers, especially for kids, they're teaching them a whole new level of vulnerability. So the quote that I was talking about was, the habits that you learn to survive will no longer serve you when it's time to thrive. So my survival habits were to find love wherever I could get it, and it didn't matter who it was coming from, and to never ever open up about how I was really thinking or feeling because nobody would actually like that. Um, Again, these were all the habits that I learned to survive. Knowing that I wanted more, I needed to squash that and try something completely new. One of the last week's episodes, I was talking a lot about parent guilt. And unless you are a parent, then (laughs) it wouldn't maybe really relate. But one thing that I feel like all of us experience is fucking that kid guilt right? That we're not enough for our parents. And again, like I was saying, I felt that as a kid. And just like us, like humans, right? We're going to find and look for evidence that supports that thought that I am not enough. And so I found it with my dad leaving. I found it with us taking in foster children. I found it with Um, me being 
I don't know, always the black sheep of the family, being overweight as a child, being the only girl in a lot of my friend groups. Like I found me being not enough everywhere by me not going to school for what my mom wanted me to do, for me not graduating when my mom wanted me to, for, right? Like you can create so much kid guilt and it showed up in every relationship that I had including the relationship that I had with myself. I was self-loathing. I was super insecure. And then again, I started over drinking and overeating and hanging out with not great people. So I wanted to challenge myself and really feel and live what it would be like by putting myself first. And this is when I learned how to love myself and show kindness to myself, how to forgive myself. And that was the hardest shit because I blamed so much of my life on me, right? Like I was not enough and that meant it was all my fault, right? That's one of the thoughts that follows around the I am not enough thought, right? And it was learning and forgiving all of those years that I beat myself up and for all of those times where I showed up not being me and not speaking up, not standing up for myself, I carried so much guilt for that and I needed to learn how to really forgive myself and it helped me when I think about (laughs) what I know now compared to what I know then, what I did know I guess is how I should say that. and when I think about it like that I can't blame my five-year-old self I can't blame my 16-year-old self right because I was only acting in what I knew and I didn't try to challenge anything because I just thought that's what I deserved and if that's how you are living your life right now that You're getting everything you deserve because of something that you did when you were younger or something you did yesterday that you're living in that life that... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that you just don't deserve it. I'm here to tell you that that is so not true. And even though intellectually you might believe that it's not true, you need to believe it in your soul, in your gut really in your brain of what that means and I I can't blame myself for any of that because I was operating from a state of survival and when that's where you're thinking and operating all the time is just survival it's going to be a lot of reactionary responses and (laughs) yeah I was just so scared of feeling anything all the way through that I just tried to numb myself because I was too scared to feel things because I didn't know what that meant and I thought that if I were to feel things that meant that I was out of control which is exactly what I was trying to avoid. So not only did I have to forgive myself but I had to forgive other people that I felt wronged by and that took so much time and so much effort 
on my part. And oh my God, forgiveness is a bitch, (laughs) but it fucking changed my life. So forgiveness is one of the hardest lessons. And I feel like I keep saying that, that all of these things are the hardest lessons, but honestly, it's true because I knew that I had to do these things, but knowing how to do them and how to get there was so much work and so hard. And it's still, again, something that I still think about and I'm still working on. But I want to let you know that it's available to you too. You've got to choose it. So when I'm talking about forgiveness, I wrote up this little doodle about what it is and what it isn't. And the first thing I wrote was that forgiveness is not about the person you're forgiving, but it's only for you. And I think this is so, so true. And for me, it wasn't about going up to the person and telling them to their face, dude, I forgive you. You're welcome. Right? Like that has no place for what forgiveness is about. Right? That is just trying to one up the person. And, you know, some people like to say living um, as the bigger person. I don't like that saying because like, that's what it feels like to me. It's like, I forgive you. You're welcome peace. And then you think that is automatically going to make the situation be better. But no, again, it wasn't about them at all. Forgiveness was only for me because I was the only one that could give it, right? They don't need to receive it in order for it to matter. And that was the biggest and hardest thing for me. So I knew, classic bitch face, right, that this bitch could hold a grudge. But by doing that, the energy that I was creating was anger, distance. If I wasn't careful, it could turn into hate. And what I craved was freedom and love. And so knowing that those two things were mostly feelings, that's how I knew that the power was mine. It meant that I knew I could forgive myself because I forgave my abuser first. And I don't know if I would recommend that (laughs) for everybody because it kind of felt like the long way around. But through therapy and things, I was able to write a letter and write down everything that I've ever wanted to say to that man. And I just put all of my resentment on paper and I didn't send it. Again, it was just for me. So forgiveness isn't about the other person accepting. It's just for you. So knowing that I could forgive myself was the greatest act of self-care that I've ever given myself. And again, it's something that I choose every single day. It's simple. It's just not easy. So forgiving myself was the biggest self-care thing that I have ever done for myself. And I knew that by forgiving myself, I could really be me. And that meant becoming sober. 
That meant gaining control over the decisions that I make and not ignoring the heartache and sitting through like all of that forgiveness again was hard as fuck because uh, those were the exact feelings I was trying to avoid I never wanted to think about those people again because whenever I did I, I just felt so not enough who would love me who would listen to me who would respect me if they really knew what I've been through And when I thought about the love that I wanted in my life from a partner, that meant being this version of me. This meant being my broken self. It meant where I could be in a space that I could be stupid and swear like a sailor and be lazy, ask questions, ask for the things that I needed, have that unconditional love to give and then to receive felt so (laughs) scary and I tried to control my life by becoming sober and it kind of went again I like to go I like to dive dive in head first is that the correct saying that I again when I decided to learn about myself and learn about personalities I just did so much research right like I would I didn't see it as research at the time (coughs) excuse me but I definitely um see it as research now (laughs) by watching all that stand-up reading all those biographies listening to all that music watching all that YouTube it was just me trying to see other people's vulnerabilities so that I knew that it was okay that's why I record this podcast so that other people know that it's okay to be who you are because me being vulnerable in this way I've been able to talk to others about surviving abuse I've been able to connect with them about what that means for me again knowing how to forgive myself and when I wanted to find more control in my life I knew that I wanted to become sober and then that also meant that I became an over obsessive planner and I think I've always been an over obsessive planner (laughs) even as a kid oh my agenda was my best best friend I loved planning all of the things and so I kind of planned my life in the same kind of way like that I would get sober and then I because I would love myself this much that I would be able to receive that love as well and it totally worked it totally worked I am so in love now and like the best love that I've ever experienced in my life and it's only because I've learned how to love myself properly it's only because I've learned how to be vulnerable with myself and with my partner and with other people I do a lot of Uh, yoga with Adrian if you know her on YouTube again YouTube um, classic internet but one of the things she says during like breathing exercises is just to breathe lots of love in and then to breathe out lots of love out and that's kind of how I look at my life now and 
knowing that I deserve love just because I'm human. And dude, same goes for you. If you're feeling that you don't deserve the life that you want because of some bullshit, I'm here to tell you that's not true. You deserve it because you're fucking here. Right? You're you're human like all of us. So that's enough to deserve anything you want. If you're looking for more new thoughts to fill your brain so that you can push the I'm not enough thoughts out, I want you to sign up for my May Brain Food on the website because for every day in May, I'm sending you one of the life-changing thoughts that I picked up along the way. And some of them are so simple. One of my favorite ones is from Nike. (laughs) Say it with me now. Just do it. And legit, that's why I had to put procrastination aside and just jump in head first. Again, is that the right saying? (laughs) And these thoughts, just like learning how to forgive, legit, dude, changed my life so hard. So if you're looking again for just more new thoughts to push out those negative ones so that you can start believing in yourself and start living the life that you deserve and living the life that you want, then please sign up for that because, again, it's just a little bit more of me in your face (laughs) in, yeah, email format. And it's really quick. It's like a two-minute read every day, and I'm really proud of that. And so I would love for you to sign up. I would love for you to share this podcast with anybody that you think would need it. And if you have questions about anything that we talk about or anything at all, if you want me to interview your kids, because I am always looking for more kids to interview, hit me up on the website. Email is hello at kdcnyyc.com. That's the website as well, kdcnyyc.com. Instagram, we're at bigkidpod. You can also hit me up on my Instagram page as well. It's just kdcnyyc. I hope you have such a great week and I want you to be easy on yourself, all right? You're trying your best. So find something that you can forgive yourself for, all right? And maybe take a look at who you can forgive in your life as well. We're all just trying our best out here, all right? Have a great week. See you guys soon. Peace.